Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. It's the Don and Steve Experience. Steve Patterson here. Brittany Arneson in for a vacationing. Donna Valentine, DJ Rock Lobster, clomping hard Ta-ta. behind the glass. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. <laughs> All right. Right back at uh, you. <laughs> okay. We have a we have a fun show on tap for you today. Brittany is going to be in the hot seat. Uh, yes. It's a deep tease, Rocco. I'm doing Uh-oh. it two days in a row, deep teasing out of the shoots. Uh, we can do that. I got a deep tease right here. We're going to be doing Throwback Thursday music trivia, and I will ask the questions, and Brittany will attempt to answer the questions. Now, Brittany. Because I would like to be a good host because we're very grateful when our talented fill-ins say, hey, we can help you out here. I don't want to put you up against uh, something that you don't know. And clearly, though you worked at a classic rock station, you know Jack Squat about it. Is there a timeline in music history or a genre that you would like me to tailor today's Throwback Thursday music trivia quiz around. I still have that option? Who are you? I'm going to give you that option, even <gasps> even though you uh, you were you know, <laughs> causing problems for me yesterday. I, he tried to sabotage your life yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even and, though I will continue to act with grace toward you. That's actually really... You're, you're a nicer person than I've been then, telling uh, people you are. <laughs> um, I love 2000 pop. Anything pop, Beyonce, Tay Swift, any of all that. 2000s pop. Okay, yes. hang on one second here. Let me do this. All right, 2000s pop it is then. So we'll do that at uh, 11.30 today. Maybe. 10.30, we'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We have funny uh, Taylor Lautner news coming up uh, <laughs> at uh, 9.45 today. All sorts of jazz to get to. Ooh, jazz. And I love, jazz. I love love jazz music do you know thank you guys for acting uh, asking <laughs> that probably three out of five days a week when i'm doing prep work i'll open up the laptop get a cup of coffee and then put on jazz music in the background I bossa be- nova cafe jazz i believe you because i think you're the radio version of jazz <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> this feels like a scene from uh la la land ba do bop I've always over the plane. I have always really struggled when people scat. I think that's what it's called. I mean, scatting. It's funny. How often, like the fact that you can recognize that you have a problem with it, makes me ask, 
Who are you hanging out with that scatting all the time? No, it's like it's the bass guy in an acapella group who I struggle with, and it's scatters during jazz. Give it a bass, give it a beep, beep. Do you know that one time in a live performance, I was in the I was in the room for a live performance, and I saw you want to. This is one of the most uncomfortable moments I've had. I'm ready. But there was a guy who I was in the room, and maybe a total of eight people were, including this person who was performing, mm-hmm. and he played the air trumpet or sax at one point the air version like an air guitar but he did it and that made me feel very frightened socially what do you do if i was really just like song break instrumental break and started air horning something here's the thing i'm a ride or die and when I feel uncomfortable, if I'm there for you, I'm going to act like it's the best thing that's ever happened that's to me. That's awesome, Brittany. Love that. And then later I'll be like, see, we got to talk. <laughs> or do you even tell me or do you just go home and tell your husband and say, I like, tell oh, my husband. I tell my, my husband. I'm going to be honest. Because we're not close enough where like later I'm like, we got to talk. I would no, do, I'd the next time to- I'm going to see you is the next time you feel it'll be months from now. Like. I'm gonna yep. No, I'm gonna cheer you on hard. Okay. I'm gonna wanna die and then like when we're going to bed, I'm gonna be like Justin. <laughs> you remember when Steve did that and we'll go, the yeah. Air sex it was, was tough. the worst. Brittany likes TikTok. A lot of people like TikTok. There is a jeans hack that is out there today that it's not exactly a new hack. This actually was around before, but it's gained some new steam on TikTok. And it has to do with when you go to a, a clothing store. You want to get that new pair of jeans. You pick up the size, but you're wondering, are these going to fit me? But you don't feel like getting off your tight pair of jeans anyway. We're wearing the skinny jeans. You have to tug them down. It's a whole thing. Setting your bag down the dressing room. Nobody wants to do that. So there's a hack. I'm going to, Rocco, if you could play this direct from From our uh, TikTok friend who is saying this, and then we'll kind of break it down a little more because there was something I didn't understand at first. Then I watched the video, and then I understood it. Okay. Guys, I just taught Jazz this hack, okay? But if you do not feel like trying on pants in the store, all you have to do is wrap them around your neck like this and see those are going to be like, those will fit you just fine. I think they'll fit you better than the other. If it just barely touches, they're going to fit you. If it won't touch, they're not going to fit you. And if they like cross over way too much, they're going to be too big on you. Okay, so visuals help here. So I'm going to try to uh, uh, explain this as I demonstrate it for both Brittany and DJ Rock Lobster. Mm -hmm. So if you were at a store and you held up a, uh, a pair of jeans, and I think that you would want them zipped and buttoned at the mm-hmm. top. But then what you do is take the pants with the buckle facing toward the back of your neck. So the button on the uh, on the fly of your jeans should be facing the back of your neck. Rest on the nape of your neck. On the nape. Mm-hmm. I've never used that word. So, wow, he- this feels good. <laughs> are we saying nape now? There we are. Unless is that he, what the nape is? Unless he, you're going to drop that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you would wear, have your jeans around you uh, straight out as though you were going to wrap it around your shoulders like a shawl when yes. you got chilly at a wedding. Looks like a cape right now. Like a cape. And then you r- hold it by the edges and you wrap it around and you want the 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 far corners of the jeans where the outside of your hips would be as you just wrap it around your neck. It should just touch in front of your throat. And they say that, uh, what's the twice around the neck equals once around the waist. Right. Currently, you look like a chilled grandma wearing a <laughs> jean shawl. 
That's uh, that's what the end result is. Like yes, and I would know. Oh, look, the corners of the jeans when I wrap them, they're laying flat against my back. They're not folded in any way. They're laying flat against my back, and I wrap it around. And if it just touches, I don't even have to go into the dressing room because I know it's going to fit my body. Why are you laughing at this, Brittany? I'm thinking about you at like American Eagle grabbing jeans, like a cool, <laughs> I'm cool, I'm whatever, whipping it, putting it around your neck. These will fit. Yeah, these yeah. will fit. Yeah, I'll take these. I'll take these. All right, I have a question. When I when I try on jeans, uh, the waist part is the least of my concerns. I mean, I oh, know, yeah. I know my waist size. I've known it forever. It's the other parts. It's the length. Yeah. It's the way they fall. It's How the way skinny fit. are yeah. they? Yeah, because there's different variations of skinny. There are different variations of slim. I hear you, Rocco. Okay, fine. I, I hear you. I can't wait to wear hard pants again. I haven't worn it since I had the baby, or since before, the baby. since I got pregnant, but. Um, every time I put them on, I get up to like a little bit and then I realize they won't fit and I get immediately hot and uncomfortable and frustrated and remove them. So they've only made it to like my thighs and I panic and (laughs) run out of the room. But why ever go back once you get out of hard pants and that sort of oppressive lifestyle, unless it is company mandated, do not return. I know. Live free, my friend. I don't know. My boy is like 11 and he's worn like jeans or hard pants like one time i the kids all soft pants the the teens i nannied for would never wear jeans they would have social suicide and that's all i wear pretty much yeah me too what a fun talk see they didn't a lot of people doubted that we'd be able to start the show off with a bang you know like a media entertainment story we gave you a, a random jeans hick uh, hack from TikTok, and we feel pretty good about that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? How about this one? Walt Disney was so bothered by this director's movies that he banned him from Disneyland. Find out who after the break on Don and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Stevie Boy here. Britt Nene on the other side. Donna Valentine enjoying a staycation with friends and family. I did get a. Uh, text from her <clears throat> yesterday let me should i should i do another donna update yeah 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 give it to okay. us okay hi buddy she says yesterday afternoon hi buddy what was the name of that town out west where we broadcast from that cool co- closet place question mark she said waco is question mark which was a typo she immediately <laughs> said waconia <laughs> to which i said why is that a she said, no, four O's. I said, no, but close to Wyzetta? I forget. Um, look up the closet company and you'll be able to figure it out. And she said, can't remember. Okay, bye. Bye. And then followed up in okay, bye. Three minutes later with mound? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Hard hitting stuff. I mean, Donna and I, that's, that is after working together with her in some fashion for about seven years in uh on the don and steve show as the don and steve show for about four and a half years that is a great picture of the depth of our relationship i love it mound why is that a waco is me okay bye, bye. <laughs> all right rocco let's wake some brains up in okay. this did you think about this at all during the break? Walter Disney. You ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. He was so bothered by this one particular movie that he banned the movie's director 
from Disneyland. Do you know who the director is? And bonus if you can figure out what the movie was. Can we do that reverse? Because I feel like it'd be easier. Absolutely. To s- I don't know yep. any. Uh, okay. Now so- think of when Walt Disney was alive. Yeah. I believe he died in 65. Uh, when was Alice in Wonderland made? We don't know. Now that would be a that would be a um, a Disney property. What do you mean? Oh, so it says. Oh, this director did direct anything in Disney. That's what we're saying. No, this is not a this is not a Disney oh, thing. It was like like so Walt Disney saw, saw the movie, this, got this, and said, "Oh my gosh, this movie with what Walt was trying to put into the world." Then this director said, "Here, I'm going to put this into the world," and Walter said, "Nay, you will not be allowed in Disneyland. Banned." Legendary director Walt Disney, if this helps, died in 1966. We found out last week that his last words written were Kurt Russell. The guy who did The Birds. Yes, but that was not the movie. But but what's his name is? Uh, Al. Alfred Hitchcock. Mm. You got it. And the movie was Psycho. It was Psycho. Way to yes, go. Nay, nay. Rain. Kick in. How about that, though? What a power play, you know? It's kind of like when there's a private company and you have the right, right to refuse service to anyone, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to refuse it to Alfred Hitchcock. But also, not probably not that big of an effect on Hitchcock's life. I don't see him lining up. Not the, you know... In the same way that Hitchcock was not Walt's target audience, yeah. Disney was not Hitchcock's target audience. For all, like, for all I know, I'm banned from Disney. I've never been. <laughs> you know, like that's true, and you won't know until you go to, you know, put your little magic band in front of the thing, and when it goes after you hear like "do welcome, do welcome," oh. that's an embarrassing moment. That's a tough oh, moment. I bet that "welcome" sounds so good. When you, I can't. I was just out to dinner yesterday with my my wife of 17 years. Hold your applause. And I was like, hey, I'm getting that vacation itch. Like, we need to, like, have some thoughtful plans as to how we can get out. And I was looking ahead to next year, 2023, too, and thinking, where can we go? What can we do? The excitement of that when you ding in to Disney is really, really nice. It's wonderful. It's just, you're like home. And it's the same way that if for anybody out there who's been on a cruise, and if you really enjoy cruising, when you get on the ship for the first time, you have a little card, like an ID badge. And then when that dings you on, it's like, I say you have entered rich people's summer camp. You don't have to be rich to be on a cruise. You got to save your money to get on a cruise. But it's like rich people summer camp because you all live together for a week. You start to remember some familiar faces, maybe have drinks or coffee or breakfast, whatever with these people. And you just feel like you're rich. You feel like you're rich. Yeah. Uh, So with Disney, okay, I'm going to go a little depressing. But my family, the big thing was, is we were going to go when I was five years old. My mom kept saying. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And when we're five, we're going to go. Well, then my parents got divorced mm. and we never went to this day. Oh, Brit. My brother and sister always say, Brittany, if you just would have turned five earlier, like, a, like <laughs> You would have saved the marriage? <laughs> Save the marriage or just made the Disney trip happen? Oh, man. Probably both. I'm sure there are some couples out there who say, no, we've taken the kids to Disney and that tested the union. Let me tell you. You know, somebody said, uh, oh, I bet it's not as magical as as people make it seem. And I said, not exactly that, but you have got to work for the magic. Uh, On a Disney trip, it's not all bliss because, newsflash, you're still bringing a whole pack of humans who know each other super well, who know how to irritate each other. There will be a tantrum. There will be people who just aren't in the mood for something at some point, but you got to keep pressing forward. Don't give in to a moment of like, oh, this is a little bit of a bummer. Just press through and the magic, if you keep working at it, wins out. How many steps did you get? Oh, Lord, it was like 20,000 a day. Yeah, I get my steps in. Okay, though. Woo, woo. So I was in New York, and uh, my grandma paid for like a whole spa day. And so all day I was by myself walking around New York and meet up with different cousins and stuff like that. But anyways. You were walking here. I was walking, and I got to this really nice salon, and this guy was doing my hair. And I said, I have 18,000 steps right now. And he goes, is that like a Midwest thing? (laughs) Oh gosh! When we mortified, it totally is too. Oh Oh, man! So that's cool. I am thinking about the the cruise now. I'm getting all jacked up about it. I said to my wife, "Hey, would you? What would it take to get you on a cruise again?" Because you know, after COVID, everybody had some concerns. We watched the documentary when they were sort of trapped on the cruise ship for a while. But she said, "Uh, "No, I I think I'd go." And Disney has a brand new cruise ship called the Disney Wish, and it's really cool, like for the kids' area where you can drop your kids off. Britt, check this out. They can enter the room through a slide. It's not oh. like a door. You enter through a little tube slide, and then they're in this little wonder world, and there's a full Star Wars area, Avengers area, all this cool stuff. But it's like a kid jail, so then you can go live your life, right? That is correct. And if at any point the kids want to reach out to you and say, oh, I'm having a nervous moment, or I just, I'm sort of done here, I want to go hang with mom and dad, you have a little walkie-talkie, and then you get buzzed, and it's like Grayson is ready to be picked up. And then you go, and you're like, hey, bud, all right, let's go. Let's go up to the pool. It's really, really That's- wonderful. Our whole fam went, and um, like my brothers and sister and I and my parents, everybody really loved it. So maybe we'll have to get one on the books. I don't know. What am I, a travel agent? Or I might have a better option for you. Okay. I might have an affordable island. Come again? Yeah. I might have an affordable island for you. An island that perhaps uh, any of you listening, or maybe me, one of us could buy this. Brittany will break that down. Oh, feeling happy. Think about traveling, feeling happy. You're listening to the Don and Steve Experience on my talk. A little getaway right here in our neck of the woods, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. That's an escape from everyday life. You get in there, you're greeted just by this cozy lobby that they've got, the piano, the fire. Uh, you got a little bar if you want to get there early and just grab some drinks or coffee, whatever. You can do all that. And then you go into uh, the dinner theater theater area. Uh, it's their main stage. It's just such a great space to watch a show. It really is. There's not a bad seat in the house. 
the music of Footloose. You'll know all the hits from the 80s movie. Uh, the choreography is wonderful. It's just great. I mean, that's why it got extended. It got extended into uh, the first week of February. And so uh, do what a lot of folks are doing. Go see Footloose. They also have Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret dishing out laughs every Friday and Saturday night. And uh, they've always got a rotating concert series as well. Music every weekend at Chan Asin Dinner Theaters. The music of the Everly Brothers this weekend. And the show I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Tickets can be found at ChanHassanDT.com. Hi, this is Heidi from... Good morning. Welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Don't forget, you can always listen anytime, anywhere. MyTalk1071.com. You can stream all of your favorite shows there. You can also download the MyTalk app or your favorite shows individually as podcasts. We have a lot of podcast listeners. Hello, podcast listeners. Hey, potties. Podheads. (laughs) All the podheads. Yo. Hey, this is another episode of the Don and Steve Experience where we will probably play music at some point and you won't hear it. And remember, that has to do with our music rights. That's on you. Yeah, so as you hear me deep teasing the bejesus out of Throwback Thursday music trivia, and then you're like, oh, Pappy, where'd it go? You won't hear it. You gotta listen live for that. It's not our OnlyFans. No, no, no. (laughs) OnlyFans isn't always naughty, so don't look at me like that. Sometimes it's just like better material. It's like Patreon. Patreon feels better. Fine. For me. Um, So. Prudy. Prudy. Prudy head. Yeah, I am I am loud and prude. I am lewd and prude. Oh, no, I can't be lewd and prude. I was going to say loud and proud, but I can't and be. you're just no. even keeled. Yeah. <laughs> it balances itself out. Brittany yeah. found a potential travel destination no, for all of us. It's not travel. You're going to own it. What? This is an island I have found that, especially if we pool together, but it's, they're saying it's the average of most Midwest houses are like, Average of houses, which I think it's a bit high, but this is a Caribbean uh, island. You can own the whole island for four uh, twelve million dollars, four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. <gasps> Tell me more because this seems inaccurate. Well, here's the first pause I have. It is called Iguana Island. Well, pff, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is like buying a house with a leaky roof. There's a problem. Upon move in, there is a problem. One man's problem could be another man's new hobby. Because, like, iguanas are fun. Like, I could Show see... me an island with iguanas, and I'll show you an island for sale for under half a million dollars. Like, I could see Dev getting really into iguanas. I mean, you shouldn't get near them, because if they bite you, they're in very infectious mouths. But, hmm. I mean, there is some interest there. It's a uh, private island. The on... overhead view of this island, Brittany, is really remarkable. I know. It's in the Caribbean Sea. It's, like I said, on the market for a little under half a million. It's made up of five acres of land, and it features a home with three bedrooms and two bathrooms. Like, that alone. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> it's near. It's uh, located near Nicaragua, and it's perfect for swimming, fishing, and watching stunning sunsets. How far into the ocean is is it? We can't see that from the picture. How far into the You know the what ocean? I'm saying? Yeah, I like, don't know. Can, you, can I see the shore from the island? I don't know. And Lo J, we have no follow-up questions. Is we used here? to do, that used to be a saying of ours, no follow-up questions, but invariably we all asked a lot of follow-up questions. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the waves crashing against the side of the island. 
causing spray. You know, when there's a dramatic crash of a wave up against like a rocky side of an island, you get the spray. I'm seeing that spray. Oh, my word. There is an email on here that I can reach out to. I'll reach out to him by the end of the show. I will have some answers for you. I am seeing some other pictures. I went to privateislandsonline.com, mm-hmm. and there are... It's far away from life. You are surrounded 360, as you typically are with islands, by water. To get there, you fly into Nicaragua's capital. Okay. And then it's a, let's see, then it's a 45-minute trip via plane to Bluefield, Nicaragua. Okay. Um, Then how long is the boat trip, like the ferry trip out there, I wonder? I will work on that. Okay, this is real. That's an incredible price, though. Right. I mean, if there's a really rich person out there, don't you just buy that? Don't you just hear about that and just buy it sight unseen? I'll take the island for four hundred seventy-five dollars or four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Like, imagine. Remember, I don't know how tightly you paid attention to the news the last couple of years. Do you remember when COVID first popped up? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you said, "Wow, guys, this looks dodgy. We're going to go to the island." That's what Diana Jenkins did. Real housewife. She went to an island during COVID. Great. Smoke them if you got them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. This is where I'm leaning. Why don't we convince my talk to buy this? If that could be Project Down and Dirty, year 13. (laughs) The island. The island? Oh, my gosh. My talk island? Oh, I don't know. Rocco's... Yeah, because Rocco looks like he he was discovered yeah. on the shore of a Caribbean island. Like he used to be in business here, had a midlife crisis, grew his hair out, and now sells kayaks. I'll have a pink loincloth. I'd love, <laughs> love. Oh, yeah. You I, know what my nightmare show is? Mm, Naked and Afraid. afraid. <laughs> oh, my word. He, Rocco knows you. It's funny. My friend Sarah yeah. started watching that show, and she says it's good. I think that you can, so I've watched it. I think you only need to watch like three episodes and you go, okay, I got it. My parents were watching that show for a while. I've never watched it. But if, in fact, you actually do have to meet someone, hello, hi, I'm Tim, you must be Claudia, and then take your clothes off and live, I would never. Here's the thing. Steve, you're buff. You're pumped. You're ripped. I am in shirt shape, first of all, which is when you look like you're in shape as long as you keep your shirt on. Okay. So there's a difference. Um, also, Rocco, I'm only lifting the major muscle groups of my body. That's what I'm working out. Okay. I don't want any... I don't even want to see me naked. I, think I don't want to know that I'm naked around other people. I got enough problems knowing that my bunion's out if I'm wearing flip-flops. <laughs> it's wild. So I would say this, though. It does kind of... So would your priority be clothing yourself or creating a sleeping environment? Like, what Oh, can you clothe your... yourself? Well, yeah, out there? With, with with yeah, you can use whatever. Like you can't use clothing you brought. So you bring you each get to bring an item and okay. what they always bring is a fire starter, like a little flint starter. Yep, yep. And then somebody usually brings like a little hatchet. Okay. Um, and then most of the time why they tap out is dehydration or exposure. Oh, exposure is a big one. And so it's weird how even though like they get you with the naked and afraid, and you're like, oh, we're going to see some nakedness. It actually is just a survival show. Right. And so that leaves you to like, do you use those banana leaves Immediately. to create undies? Or Immediately. I would do, but what if like, 
I don't, that's why I don't think you would make it that far because I think right away you have to create like a sleeping environment. Yeah, for my private parts. <laughs> and I'm going to build a blanket <laughs> immediately. You know the show, there's the show Alone. Have you watched that? Uh, yes. yes. I love that show. Oh, I love that. And they bring that same kind of thing. I think they get to bring 10 items. Yeah. And this is where they're all dropped. There is not a camera crew. That's what's amazing about that show. There is no camera crew. Yeah. And you are left with camera equipment. They drop you off by boat on some remote Vancouver island or something like that. And you're miles away from your nearest competitor. So it's not like you're building any alliance. You're alone. Yeah. And you set up the camera and you record what you can record and you make sure that your audio is working and all of that kind of stuff. And then you have a walkie-talkie, a mayday walkie-talkie, where if at some point, for whatever reason, very often it's bears have gotten too close to your camp and you're getting nervous, or cougars or something like that. Could be injury, slip and fall uh, in the water, and then cut your leg open with a rock, and now you're like, oh my gosh, I could bleed out, or I broke my arm, I got a call. Yeah, and they have medics come in, I think, like every week or so. And yes. like sometimes you get kicked out because they're like, you're... Too thin. Too thin, this is going on, your heart rate is too low, this or that. And what's also interesting about that is since you never know, you are never aware if you are in, there are 10 competitors, you don't know if you're in 10th place or if you're one of the final two. And so when they bring the, when the medics come to you every week, the same thing happens the final time and you just assume it's another medical checkup and they do the medical checkup on you, you're checking your heart and all that. And then out from behind them, comes their family who they've flown out and it's like oh my gosh and that's when they know this wasn't just another weekly medical checkup they just won that's a sweet show i think that's a really good show uh that mind game aspect that would get to me for sure every time i'd I'd be be like i'd be staring at them like looking behind trees and then all right check you later Brittany. i'm like no 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 please I'd be yucking it up too. I'd see them. Oh, uh, do you have any interesting conversation on the way out here? Meet anybody new? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, there are 10 of you still, and we're 30 days into this competition. You got a long road. Oh, my God. And gosh. then you have that in couples. Would you rather do it alone or with someone? And I know you automatically, before you say with somebody, I, I, would, ha- I don't know if that's the right choice. I think I would say with somebody for fear, but I am not a fan of one on one social experiences unless it's with a family member or a very very close friend yeah i I, you know you automatically think your significant other right because that's like the person you're Mm -hmm. most vulnerable with but i don't know because i want to stay married um so i don't know like it might be but i want to stay warm body heat's the best Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) right rocco you can have like a yeah non-sexual spoon (laughs) no That's our, oh. That was a band I was in. <laughs> Please welcome Non-Sexual Spoon. Freebird! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Alone. Uh, the new season, I think, just recently came out earlier this summer. Maybe on Discovery Plus or Netflix. I don't know. Look it up. Do yeah. your own research. You know, Jeez. that was one thing when I was watching Alone. It was on like three different platforms. And you were like, season six is on Hulu, but season <laughs> mm-hmm. four is on Discovery Plus. But It yeah. adds to the adventure. It really does. And Enjoy I'd go it. back and start at season one. If you've never watched Alone, and I, you guys have heard me talk about it off and on these last couple of years, uh, go back to season one and dig in. And it's just kind of fun. You will 
suddenly, if you're like me, you don't know jack about anything, suddenly you'll know what a gill net is. And yeah. you'll be thinking about a gill net at random points throughout the day. And you'll be very snarky about decisions they make, even though you're sitting at home with, you know, yeah. your tortilla Honey, blanket. give me more popcorn. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this idiot. Oh, look at that watering system. There was a guy season two, we're out of time, but there was a guy season two who in the first episode, they show a little bit of each of the contestant. Here's the contestant at home before they left. And he was having a barbecue and he was like, they were like, what if a bear comes up? He was like, hey, let me, if a bear comes up, that bear is going to have problems, right? And he was doing this, like no joke, pontificating about how the bear would be in a whole heap of trouble if that bear came up on him. You came up on the wrong camp. Smash cut to what we all know is going to happen. First day on the island, a bear comes up. And he's like, yo, bear. Yo, bear. Walkie-talkie's out of the competition almost immediately. Of course he did. (laughs) That bear, if a bear comes up, if I come up on a bear, what's the bear going to do? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get into, if you see something, say something. Taylor Lautner is going to be married to Taylor Lautner. Sounds confusing. I shall explain. That's next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Still loving that song so hard. Brittany. Yes. Nene is in the uh, hot seat. She's in for Donna Valentine, who is enjoying a staycation. We understand she may have gone to Mound yesterday. Keep so us all... informed, Mound. <laughs> yeah, if anyone spots Deval in Mound, if anyone spots Donna Valentine in the wild, oh. take a picture, a sly picture, and send it to us. We would love to know. I once had a guy who did that. Um, somebody on Twitter. I was eating at Mall of America with my family. We had some friends in town. I was slouched over and crushing a hamburger. If the bear walks up on me. (laughs) If I walk up on him, that's going to be the problem. And, uh, yeah, the person took a picture of me from side behind. Oh, that's not great. Terrible. I mean, how often in life do you even see your back? Uh, I prefer not to. (laughs) And they posted it. We're like, hey, I think Steve Patterson's at Mall of America today. And I was like, oh. Gosh. Never again. It looks like I was caught on surveillance. <laughs> oh, it was not my best angle. So that oh. person saw something and said something, and now I'm going to do the same. Kick it, Rockonius. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. <laughs> Tony Bennett at the end there. It gives me lock, ah. lockjaw. I love that line so much. Oh, it's one of those things where you just say like, Hur. Come on and party tonight. I, I sense the lockjaw when I'm scratching my dog's jowls. Oh, yeah. Oh, who are you? Oh, today, the gardener here has this little puppy, or it's his little dog. He's five. He's a a little, like, wiener dog. Ran in my car, and I got locked jaw because it was so cute. It ran into your car? Ran in my car. So I was like, oh, hi, baby. And then it ran in the Audi, sat there for a while, and I was like, I guess he's mine now. What Couple happened things. to the convertible For- Corvette? 
Yeah, that was oh. an Audi, an Audi humble brag. So we'll let that slide. Well, no. I... Well, what was it, Brittany? You could have said car. Yeah. He ran into the Mercedes. He ran into the Audi. That so felt you, I'm gonna tell handed. you where I'm gonna tell you where that comes from. Go ahead. So we have never clarified whose car is who because we sold my car. We bought another car, and so we have to clarify all the time which car because we both don't want to say who owns what car, and that's why the cars have the names. But Can like, I say something? What I knew. Can I, I just offer a suggestion? Not meant to be what? And I I would just say that if you're worried about like saying Britney's car yeah. or what's your husband's name again? Justin. Or Justin. Brittany or Justin's car. Yeah. If you're concerned that that sounds a touch pretentious or <laughs> doesn't come off the way that you're no, intending, let because, me be clear. Because we both want one of the cars and like we can't we can't claim it. So you can't say my car, his car. You know, like, oh, put this in mm. your car. So you say, put this in this. You say the brand of the car. Oh, Guys, I mean. such a relatable story. Earlier today, <laughs> a wiener dog ran into the Audi. You know the one. Mine. Oh, my. No, word. it's not even the one we want. <laughs> okay. It's not that. It's that. You want it? No, I'm saying, no, it's not oh. the one. We both want the newer car. Want okay. Okay. Is the whatever. Audi the newer car? No, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It oh sounds... well, it must oh be God, nice. No. Okay, Brittany, care to share before I get to my Taylor no, Lauder no, story that I'm you not, totally I'm hijacked? Not. What is the other make and model of the other vehicle? So Taylor married Taylor. <laughs> it's not Brittany. that nice. It just sounds. Just say what it is. It's a... every car is used that's on the road. True that. You know what I'm saying. It's Riddle. an Escalade. Okay. So this is who we have. See, now, it's weird that you've taken this long to... T- so you, you guys choose between... No, I want the Audi. Oh, do I have to drive the Escalade today? The Cadillac no, Escalade? No, we want the Escalade. You want the Escalade. Yes, you don't want the Audi. Correct. That's why I'm saying it's confusing. We like it because it's newer. You know what I drove you to know work what? I, this week? You didn't drive drove, anywhere because you're at your house. I drove a. I'm in a closet with a hamper to my left. I can see your vanity. It's nice, okay? No, it's it's not. (laughs) Although, what do you think of that light fixture? I love. Yeah, great. Ten out of ten. Um, I drove a 16 year old minivan to work this week. You know why? Because the air conditioning in my vehicle doesn't work. So I said, let's let's bring this one. That's what I'm rolling in with. Shout out. Who just did that? Was that a ghost? <laughs> Somebody just locked me in this closet. Anyway. I can't. I can't. I I wish it sounded as cool as it is, but let's get to this Taylor cool. and Taylor. Anyway, shout out to the wiener dog. Uh, Taylor Lautner is engaged to a woman named Taylor Dome. When they get married, she's changing her name to Taylor Lautner. So Taylor Lautner is currently dating a girl named Taylor. When they get married, she has decided that she will take his last name, and it will now be Taylor Lautner and his wife, Taylor Lautner. Do they spell it the same? They do. T-A-Y-L-O-R. He was on the Kelly Clarkson show yeah, and said that they avoid confusion by referring to him as Taylor and her as Tay, although some of their friends call them Boy Tay and Girl Tay, which is funny. He said, we're literally going to be the same person. How narcissistic is this? I mean, you. I mean, I mean, fig- we figured it out as soon as he gave us the tease, right? Like, we all figured it out right away. 
I wonder what percentage of listeners understood that. I don't know. I think because I don't think it was a highly publicized relationship before no. today's story. Did you know? Before today's story, did you know that Taylor Lautner was dating a woman named Taylor? Well, here's the thing. He was dating dating Taylor Swift for a while, so that's why probably it was put together pretty quickly that that's the conclusion. So ever since you made the Audi comment, your attitude has changed. And you sense that. You hear it, right? You see it. You sound snarkier. You're putting me down, and it's making me feel insecure. And I just want to talk about that so that it doesn't fester. Our, our weakness, Steve and I, we, we don't know a ton about celebrity relationships. Relationships are a And I like that about you guys. And you you need to bring it. You just need to be less snarky about it. I agree. I need to quit woman splaining you guys. Thank you. Rocco and I have felt threatened. No, I know. I agree. Hey, I'm coming from a place of, like, I will look into your perspective. I see it. I feel it. I heal it. Easy, Oprah. All right. Uh, by the way, Taylor Lautner and I once thumb wrestled. I'm going to leave that there with no context. Huh. I do have, I want your take on, you know how we were talking earlier about how Jonah Hill doesn't want to do the, what do they call that? They're called upfronts? Or he doesn't what are they? Do, yeah, he doesn't want to do upfronts, but he doesn't want to do any media appearances. So you've done those. You've interviewed people for those, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how effective do you think they really even are for the movie? Because that's where I started thinking of... I think they're awfully effective in that now, now when I did it, it was, you know, 10 years ago. So social media is a little bit different now, but you think you get a star to show up to their red carpet premiere and you have at any given red carpet, probably 30 different outlets that all at one time in a span of an hour will get their sound bites, get their pretty B roll, and then take that footage of the big celebrities and put it into their shows or onto their websites the next day. So I think it's a very time and cost effective way for a studio to get a lot of quick same-day publicity for their movie. So I think it matters. I mean, commercials matter too, but you could argue that red carpets are more important now because then it diversifies where it goes, which is all online and different outlets. Uh And we're not all just sitting around watching Entertainment Tonight anymore or just waiting for the commercial to come on TV, but there's so much online, and so that can get posted in so many different places. Okay. So you still see value in it? I think so. Okay. The junkets then, same kind of thing happens with these junkets. They invite 30 or 40 outlets. You got a movie star in a hotel room. You walk in one right after the other. Here's Jimmy from Dallas. Here's Steve from Minneapolis. And they just do that. And then in the span of about four hours, they get everybody gets a sit-down interview with the star. And most audiences are like, oh, how'd they get that interview? I well, want, 40 of us got it. Later in the show, I want to hear your tips you'd give to differentiate yourself as an interviewer. Because I feel like that was something that was a goal of yours. We have a uh, Dirt Alert coming your way next.